We did it. We're here. Episode 50. Nothing to say. The fans podcast. Here we go. And quite frankly, I can't I can't believe we made it to 50 episodes. I, I don't know. I don't know how people are still listening. Truthfully. Yo, we made to, I thought it's been a um, well, we've been at it for almost a year now. Close. Yeah, we started in July. Yeah, we started in July. Maybe if we didn't take all those um, unnecessary breaks. Yeah, we probably would have made it a little sooner. Maybe, maybe. But you know, we stuff got in the way. We got lazy. You know, <laughs> well, life happens. <laughs> yeah, life happens. But this is number fifty, Jason. This is this fifty. Is five. Oh, this is a big deal. We don't got Ben just dragging this show down. This is gonna be a great <laughs> show. I can feel it. Yeah. So for episode fifty, we uh, we decided not to bring on a guest um, because <clears throat> we figured when we reached a milestone like this, it'd probably be better just to keep it just Sam and I, just how we started the show. Um, and uh, we uh, we have we have a lot lined up for you guys today. This is going to be probably one of the more fun episodes that we've done. Uh, Sam and I are going to be pitted against each other um, pretty much the entire show, but we're also probably going to share. Um, some of our favorite memories of the show. And then I actually have a um, a surprise, uh, like, a debate thing that literally just got sparked uh, about 15 minutes ago. Uh, when literally? I was Yeah, when I was talking to my sister, she brought up something uh, that I thought was a really interesting point. Uh, we don't have to spend too much time on it, but I'm curious to hear what, uh, what, what your thoughts are on it. But before we get to any of that, we'll start it off just like we always do. Sam, how was your week? Oh, it's been good, man. Just getting ready for a uh, midterm tomorrow. Um, I mean, I'm more interested on how your uh, virtual drill for the military went. <clears throat> yeah, uh, t- today was today was day one of virtual drill, uh, on- online drill. So how did it work? <clears throat> Basically, <clears throat> we we got on, we got into a Zoom call at the beginning. They took they took roles, so they basically were just making sure. That everybody was there. Here. I'm not a private, but that's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, wait, what are you? You're like a staff sergeant? Uh, no, good God, no. I'm a Lance Corporal. Uh. <laughs> God, no. Um, God, no. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty far that's above me. That's pretty high, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so, I just expect so much from you. I'm sorry. That's true. Uh, I would have set the record for fastest Marine ever to staff sergeant. <laughs> um so we we basically everybody got on the Zoom call. They took role, just kind of um, well, it's called accountability. So they got accountability. They checked to see if everybody was there, um, and then uh, the the people we because obviously the military works in ranks, and um, I'm an E three. Hey, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I said obviously, but <laughs> um, anyway. So so the NCOs, the non commissioned officers, the E fours, and above. Um, they stayed on the Zoom call and the E3s and below, and I'm an E3. We got off the Zoom call. They planned out sort of the rest of the day. And then uh, we were told to go do our three-mile run. I went and I did my three-mile run, which was horrible. Um, I hate running. <laughs> um, we uh, came back, got on the Zoom call. We talked with our uh, our squads for a little bit. I had to. We had to read a bunch of uh, – uh, I mean – read skim through yeah, yeah we had to read a bunch of powerpoints um and we sort of stayed in our squads for a little bit talking about that and then 
and then somebody volunteered me for a, for a mock um, promotion board. Um, so I had, I had to participate in that only like three or four of us got to practice going up uh, for a promotion board. So I did that. So you got promoted. No, we did a, no, <laughs> you got mock promoted. <laughs> yeah. Like basically when you get, when you're up for promotion, you have to go on, they call it a board. And basically you just go into a room and you have a bunch of higher ups. They ask you questions about yourself, about the Marine Corps, about your job. Just, it's kind of like an interview, basically interviewing yeah. you to get promoted. And sometimes you get a chance to practice that. And I got volunteer. Oh, cool. I got nominated to practice that because I guess they think they're going to maybe promote me. I don't know. I don't know why they, they nominated me for it, but, um, are you on track to be promoted another rank? Yeah. Jason? I'll when, before I leave the reserves, I'll probably be a corporal. I may even be a sergeant by the time I leave. I don't know. Oh. Um, so, yeah, and then we'll do some stuff tomorrow. I don't know what we're doing tomorrow, but it wasn't very exciting. We were only on, like, a Zoom call for maybe an hour and a half of the entire day. So, And the rest of the day you were in your camo just laying around, right? Yeah, pretty much just waiting for a word. <laughs> God, the military's gotten so hard during this coronavirus. I know. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, that was my day. Um, nothing too crazy. Nothing too uh, – out of the ordinary, I would say it still ended up being drill. So, um, so before we get to the show that we have in, uh, in front of us, I, uh, I want to ask you something because Natalie brought my sister, for those of you who don't know, um, brought up a, something today, um, that I thought was really interesting. Actually, she, um, so you and I have had the debate a couple times, especially at Roseville when we were covering uh, sports at Roseville, uh, if cheer was a sport. And I think we pretty much sided on the idea that um, sideline cheer, in our opinion, is not a sport, but competition cheer, where you have like 10 squads going up against each other, um, that's a sport, right? Fair enough to say? Um, Can I say I don't care? Could that be my official stance? I mean, that's fine. Okay, that's I think fine. that's where officially I'm gonna I'm gonna stand. On I don't that. I don't really care either, <laughs> um, because I didn't cheer. But she there was a high there was highlights on ESPN today that it was of NASCAR, and she goes, "Is NASCAR technically a sport?" And she's like, "I don't think it's a sport." And I'm sitting there, and I look at her, and I go, and we start talking about cheer, and I was like, "Well, when you think about it, there, I mean, cheer and in NASCAR." are kind of similar in the sense that they're competing, first of all. Like, I, I, I couldn't – I was – in both situations, they're competing against other people for a trophy or for – in order to win. And they're both um, – if people say that some – you're not physically exerting yourself and it's not a sport, I don't necessarily agree with that. But you're both physically – in both areas, you're physically exerting yourself. And you're both – in both sports, you're – competing so i don't i couldn't understand the delineation she was trying to draw do you think mm-hmm. would you would you consider nascar a sport or would um, you consider it more of a race well that's not because i don't think those things have to be mutually exclusive i don't either um because i mean that would be saying that like the hundred yard dash isn't a sport right that's and that's what i told field. her yeah but i mean we're, if you really think about it it might be one of the truest forms of sport because it 
who knows what the first sport was, but there there had to be hand to hand combat in the form of like wrestling or that like combat sports probably yeah. was one of the truest forms. And then if you think all the way back to like chariot races or horse racing, yeah. Um, if NASCAR is just like an evolution of those, which were the, some of the earliest forms of sport, so I don't think you, I don't, I don't think it would be. Um, I, I think you got to respect that and say that it has to be a sport. Yeah, it was just interesting to me to hear tears. Natalie, who did cheer, to to look at cheer and go, yeah, that's a sport, and then to question whether or not racing was a sport, and I was like, ah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you could do that. <laughs> I think if you're if you're a part of any sport, like if someone were to tell me that volleyball isn't a sport, I would feel strongly, regardless if I was in the wrong. Right? Yeah. So I don't think it really matters because um, she's obviously biased. Like she's totally clouded. Um, yeah. There's no way that she, she can be objective, but um, I, I don't think it really matters. And then the thing – and then what that led into was the even more controversial one is marching band, a sport. Because when you, you think compete. about – because that's what I'm saying. When you, when you compare it to cheer – It's not, though. But, but here's the thing, though. When it comes to marching – if you get like 10 bands and they're both in cheer and marching band competition, they're both performing routines. They're both getting judged. And they're both physically exerting themselves. They're almost identical. And if you want to go be really nitpicky, music is involved in both. One is just dancing to music and one is playing music. They're both but being judged. I feel like that's the fact that that's like that, that difference is so huge because one's a performance and the other's a competition. Like they're but they're both, both performances. But, but, the one's creating music, the other is performing athletic feats. I mean, but like it's I... about the it's about the music. It's not about. I mean, yes, the formations that the marching band. I'm talking like collegiate bands. Yeah. Um, the formations that they create, it's a spectacle. Um, and I'm, I think they do compete. Yeah, there are there are comp- yeah there are competitions. Um. But if that's the same thing as like a, a a band going and playing somewhere, we we cannot say that a band playing no. is a sport. Yeah, no, I'm not that's saying essentially like the same thing that a marching. That's what a marching band is. Yeah, I'm not saying like a band performing at halftime. I'm saying in an actual like ten, let's say ten band competition. Well, is a battle of the bands a a sport? I don't think anyone would jump to that. Well, but then at the same time, can you really call cheer a sport then? Because they're it, they're essentially Dude, the same thing. Dude, I don't thing. care about cheer. <laughs> I'm just saying it was an interesting debate. I do. Well, that's like saying I don't think you can count cheer as a sport if you don't count like competitive dance mm-hmm. as a sport, which I don't know if people do. Um, I no. that's just the fact that you're not calling it a sport doesn't mean that you're like disrespecting no. the people that are like they do things that most professional athletes could never do. Yeah. That doesn't that don't pull that, oh I mean you try doing a ballerina spin, blah blah blah. And like that is 
isn't that that's like one of the most painful things? Oh, being a to, like, ballerina dancer, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. spinning on your on the top of your toes. I'm sure. Um, but that doesn't like that's a crazy feat. But that doesn't mean it has to be a sport. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was just an interesting debate. I it was I was She's wrong either way. <laughs> yeah, the y- younger siblings are are always wrong. Millennials. Well, you're a younger sibling, so I was taking a jab at you. Um, oh, do I have a brother? I told him that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, so let us know what you guys think. I thought that was a, a semi-interesting debate, um, and it, uh, it it made me it made me think of something I'd never uh, considered before. So, all right, NASCAR. so NASCAR, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, Sam and I have a, a pretty a. Pretty good uh, and pretty stacked show uh, coming your guys' way. We introduced a segment a long time ago that we only ever did once, uh, and it was paying homage to uh, to the Marine Corps. Um, we did, and we, twice. did we do it twice? I thought we did it once. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we did just it. butchering this whole thing. We might have I'm, to start over. I'm butchering the whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> we did it twice apparently, and we called it the uh, we called it the Thunderdome. Um, and, Thunderdome. Exactly. Oh, I don't remember you doing that too. That was perfect. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was paying homage to the to the Marine Corps, and basically, um, what it is is Sam and I are going to be on two opposite sides, and we're just going to debate our sides. Um, the reason why we haven't done it a lot is because we normally tend to see sports um, relatively the same, um, but in this in this instance. Um, it would be probably impossible for us to look at this the same way, just based on the sheer volume of what we have to do. So we have three lists for you today. Um, and uh, the three lists that we have are t- current. This is current NFL quarterbacks. So the top 15 NFL quarterbacks heading into week one of this upcoming season. We're not taking into account anything that they did before this. We're talking about basically your confidence level in these quarterbacks heading into week one of this season and then the second list and i'm not saying we're gonna i don't know what order we're gonna go in but the other list is top 20 current nba players and we're also going to include injured players on that list um and then the probably what's going to be the most fun one to debate um is the your own personal sam and i's own personal all-time NBA 12-man roster. So you can pick any player from any generation, and the criteria is you have two from every position, so two point guards, two shooting guards, two small forwards, two power forwards, and two centers, and then you have two extras. So two players that can be any position and two players that you're just going to throw into your roster for whatever reason and whatever your justification is for that. Um, so those are the three lists that we have in front of you. Sam and I have not told each other our lists, uh, so they are bound to be different in some areas. Um, and it is going to be really interesting to see um, where uh, where these uh, line up. Um, I have an idea for the order, but uh, do you have an idea for which order you want to go in? No, man, I'm just, I mean, it's going to be a clean sweep either way, so it doesn't matter. I don't think so. For me. Anyway, we're going to do these lists, and then we're going to put uh, put it out on uh, probably my Instagram, maybe Sam's as well. We're going to do a poll <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> he's, he's hitting me. <laughs> uh, um, uh, we're going to do a poll and have you guys vote which, uh, which list you guys agree with more. So when you guys decide to pick mine and not his, uh, it'll be something fun for me to brag about on episode 51. Um, 
I think we should probably do this list in my, and this is my opinion. You can tell me if I'm wrong and probably what's going to be the most interesting and more highly debated lists. So I think we should go uh, the top 20 um, NBA players, then the quarterbacks, then the roster. Okay. You want to do that first? I think the the roster definitely has to be last. Yeah, the roster should be last. Yeah, that's uh, fine. All right, so let's do the NBA players first. How do you want to do this? You want to go 20 to 1 or 1 to 20? Yeah, I think we got to go back to front. All right, so uh, we'll just – we'll. I'm not going to read my entire list. Um, do you want to do like a read your 20 through 16 and then 15 through 10? We'll go five at a time. Sure. Okay, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Take it. All right, so at number 20, I have um, Simmons. Ben Simmons. The, the Beniel. Okay, I'm gonna write yours down so I can see it. All right, Simmons. All right, and then I have uh, Donovan Mitchell. Mitch. Okay. Uh, Jason Tatum. Mm, he is on mine as well. Then Kemba. Oh, I went back and forth on him. And then the Joker. Oh, you put him way too low. You and I are gonna have some words yeah, about he's that. He's a fucking like. Big ass fat dude that just oh, runs man. up and down the You court. and I are going to have some words. Oh my about... God. The guy had 11, 11, and 11. He's the greatest player of all time. He's winning oh, MVP. Man. Oh my God. You, oh, and, I, you and I are going to have some words about that. <laughs> He's trash. Oh man. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, and here's the thing as I was making this list and I was going through like 14 through 20, I realized that there were a lot of players that you could probably interchange depending on the game really. Um, so this, I, th- you had to get really nitpicky. Um, so 20 for me was, uh, Jason Tatum. He was number 20 for me. I put, uh, 19 was Devin Booker. <laughs> I put, okay. I put 19 was Devin Booker. He wasn't even an all-star, but okay. Does he got snubbed, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um, you're not going to like what happened 14. Then. Um, I, oh, uh, God. I, I put Luca. At 18. Okay. Wow, that's kind of disrespect. I, uh, no, because he's not uh, – he's really one side of the ball. I really – you got – you got Zion in this? No. Oh, God, I'm so happy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, All legitimacy. Yeah. <laughs> no, God, no. Um, I played like 30 games. Yeah. So I put, uh, I put Siakam at 17. Okay. Pascal Siakam at 17. And then my 16 was Carl uh, Anthony Towns was 16 for me. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, and I, I'm looking through your list, and obviously, and for me, like 17 through 20, I, I mean, Kemba, Tatum, Mitchell, Simmons, I like, I feel like towards the bottom of the list, and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong, I feel like towards the bottom of the list, there are a lot of players who are really good. It would just, I mean, it really just depends on your personal opinion on, on who you yeah. take, really. I mean, I think, uh, Kemba's having a really good year. He is. This year, Tatum's having a really good year. Uh, Mitchell's the leader of his team, and he's got the um, COVID antibodies. He's like <laughs> superhuman. Um, ben Simmons dated Kendall Jenner, so he's obviously got, like, a huge dick. So, I mean, ah. every guy just has, like, pros. Um, and then Jokic, I think he could, like, eat all of his opponents. <laughs> Probably. So, um, um, I... I I was thinking about him too, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't see it because um, it's only one year. Yeah. Um, 
for him, and I guess you could say the same. Not really for any of them. Maybe Tatum. Uh, maybe. This is one year. But... And I guess Luca a little bit too, for me. Um, yeah, but Luca's just. It, it felt it felt wrong not to include him, but I so like my justification for that one is yeah Tatum he's having a good year, um, but I, I think I think he's I really do think he's going to keep that I really do think he is a top twenty player Devin Booker I think has been a top twenty player in this in in this league for a while he just doesn't get a lot of pub because of where he's at um, I don't know why you're laughing at that. <laughs> I think he's won like a combined what, like fifteen games. That's what, not his years, fault. But that's... <laughs> that's not his fault. But it's all good. Um, <laughs> the dude, the past, the past two seasons has averaged. Um, yeah, I don't care, bro. Bro, he's twenty six points. But yeah. average, I'm telling you, he he's a he's a really good player. Uh, you know who I also had a hard time moving off? Hmm. Drew Holiday. Yeah, yeah. I love Drew Holiday. I just. He just doesn't impact the game so I asked, as much as the other guy. I asked Josh this question, and he had Chris Paul in his list. I, I left Chris Paul off. I left Chris Paul off as well. He had him at 20. Yeah, I mean, the NBA is deep. That's what I found in yeah. this list. Uh-huh. The NBA is pretty pretty deep. And I almost didn't want to include Carl Anthony Towns. I, was, I didn't. I really was going back and forth on it. And I started looking at his his stats, and I started looking at where he was at. And I mean, in hindsight, I probably, I really probably, if, if like you had, if you put Carl Anthony Towns and Siakam in front of me, I think I would pick Siakam over Carl Anthony Towns. But I don't know. He is when he's on, he's really, really good. So I don't know. That was just me. Did you have um, Trey Young on your list? No, I do not. I do not. Me neither. Yeah. Well, he. Right. He has the worst defensive efficiency, I think, in the league. Yeah, but defense doesn't matter. That's Don't worry. BS. <laughs> you got James Harden on your list? I do. Oh, I guess defense doesn't matter. He's, okay. he's in my top ten. He's in my top ten. Improved defender, though. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, so what is it? It's... 15 through 10. So I got um, Clay Thompson. Oh, we put him in the same spot. That's kind of sick. I got Luca at 14. Okay. I got Jimmy. Oh, we put him in. We put him. We put him in the same spot too. At number thirteen, I got uh, Joel. Oh, close to where I am. And then I got um, Russ. Oh, so okay, so we switched. Okay, okay. So we were really close. So I went. uh, I went Clay at fifteen, and then fourteen for me. I, I really believe I went Bradley Beal. Oh, dude, that's so good. I went Bradley oh. Beal. <laughs> oh. You forgot about him, didn't How you? How did I leave him off? Bradley Beal. I went Bradley Beal at did 14. You on this? Did you leave him off? <laughs> oh, that's going to hurt that your list. That is so bad. <laughs> that's going to hurt your list. Oh. That be the best shooting guard in the league. That's what I'm saying. So I had Bradley Beal at 14. I put Jimmy Butler at 13 and then Westbrook and Embiid. So, again, that comes down to um, personal opinion. Um, and, yeah, no, I – you left him off. I made this – so I made this on a, a tier list. Ah, got and it. And it was a template, and I think they left him off. That's so trash. I didn't see his face. That's trash. Oh, that's so bad. That's going to hurt. That might come back to bite you. Okay, that's fine. So I mean, he's in Washington. People don't even know who he is. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So our 
there's I don't think there's much really debate right there. We were pretty similar. You put Luca a little bit higher than I did, but I I thought about putting him that high. I just I I couldn't do it. Um, wait, does that mean Jokic is in your top ten? He's in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just uh, that's just my opinion. All right, go ahead. Number eleven, I got Ten. Unk. Uh, oh no, I thought we did. You did your eleven. Did I? Well, who'd you put at eleven? Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, whoever it is, whatever number one. Oh, okay. So let's go eleven. I got, I got Uncle Drew. Eleven, eleven is through six. I got Uncle Drew. Oh, I got the the brow. Oh, you put him low. I did. Well, he hasn't won anything. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I got PG-13. Okay. Dame, Dame Dalla. Say the number with it, because I don't know where you're at. Well, I don't. I didn't put numbers with it. Son him, of so. a... Whatever. We have some dead air going on right now as he counts. Oh, okay, so Kyrie was 10. Okay. AD was 9. PG-13 was 8. Okay. Dame was 7. Okay. I got... James Hardon at what was that six then? Yeah. Did I say and then this is this is potentially a very, very Well don't do don't do very your big mistake. Don't do your fifth one. Number six. Oh six. That's okay. Six. Okay. Right? Yeah, number do do six. I thought you already got to six. No, that's five. Never mind. No, 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 okay, no, 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 gotcha, no. gotcha. This this is confusing me because I didn't number them. But... Right. Alright, so um, I already said 11, so I had him beat 11. All right, so here we go. So 10 for me was James Harden. 10 for me was James Harden. Um, I'm sorry. Me. I'm sorry. And that's probably a lot of bias going into that, but it's, I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. Hey, that's big of you to put him in your top 10. I, I, I yeah, I, I really think it was a good step for me, but I think you with this falls in pride there. I think, yeah, I did. Um, so I put, uh, Paul George at number nine. Okay. Uh, Dame at number eight. I'm glad you had Dame in your top ten. That really makes me happy. Oh, yeah, of um, That you did that. Um, so Dame at number eight. I put uh, Davis at seven. And then I put Curry at six. Mm. Curry at six. Mm. Um, and that's just – and I'm looking at it right there, and I'm go- I looked at that group of five, and I went, okay, who would I pick if I was picking a roster and I had a – Basically, I made my list. It was like if I was picking somebody for a team, I would pick Curry before Davis. I would pick Davis before Lillard. Probably Lillard before George. And the, yeah, so um, so you got any any gripes with that? We got some we got some big differences, my man. Okay, so let let's let's go let's go over yours again. Let's do do your do your ten through uh, six. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Anthony Davis, Kyrie. Paul George, Damian Lillard. Those guys are – you didn't have Kyrie. He's not on my list. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, Dame, Paul George, and, Ant- and AD, I mean, they're all relatively in the same spot. Aren't yeah. they, like – you just had AD in front of those two. I had uh, Davis in front of Lillard and George. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm not – just splitting hairs at that point. And then I got Harden. And you put, okay, so, and, I don't know. And the thing for me with Harden is just, I mean, you know, for, he doesn't play both sides of the ball. He's so an I, improved defender, bro. 
He got better. Yeah. I mean, he got better, but he's still I, – I, at least for me, I would pick the other players before him. And that's just me. Literally everyone else in the league before him. I mean, almost. <laughs> I, I'd probably – Except for Trey Young. Except for Trey Young, yeah. I, I'd probably pick Pascal Siakam before James Harden. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I – I mean, it's not – I know we have a different order, but we do have three of the same guys. I mean, four of the same guys right there. Yeah. We have Davis, Lillard, George, and Harden just in a different order. So we were kind of thinking the same thing, just a little bit different. All right. So uh, top five, hit it. So, so this might be a mistake. Okay. I put the Greek freak at number five. Wow. Okay. Then I put – Kawhi. Oh my god. Then I put the Durantula. Okay. Then the the baby face assassin. Oh my. And then the the, the king. Bang bang. Wow, okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. I you might lose the you might lose the public vote with Giannis. Maybe. Oh, he's trash. He doesn't yeah. have jumper. <laughs> All right, so I <laughs> I might lose the public vote with putting Jokic at five, but I put Jokic at five. Blast um, me, bro! Because in terms of all around basketball player, that guy is he's the epitome of an all around basketball player. It's it's outrageous. Um, every, every single team in the league, if they were offered uh, Nikola Jokic, would take him in a heartbeat. Why did you put uh, Why didn't you put Westbrook in front of him? Why didn't I put Westbrook in front of Jokic? Yeah. Westbrook's way down at 12. And if we're talking about all-around player, one guy's averaged a triple-double for the whole year and the other hasn't. One guy also turns the ball over a ton. One guy has an MVP. One guy also has a terrible um, shooting percentage. I mean, Jokic doesn't have the greatest (laughs) shooting percentage of all time. I mean, it's better than Russ's. (laughs) Oh, um, oh my God. Whatever. Anyway, so I put Jokic at five. That's uh, I put in the reason. <clears throat> no, just keep going. Come on. If Durant was healthy, if Durant was healthy, I'm putting him above Giannis, but he's not healthy. I bet he's, I bet he's healthy right now. Well, I, I just, I put Durant at four, just not purely because I think he's better than Giannis. Disrespect. I mean, he, not because I think he's not better than Giannis, because I think he is better than Giannis, but he's coming off an injury, so I put him at four. Put Giannis at three. I put Kawhi at two, and I put LeBron at one. At least you got. At least you got Tang James in the right spot. I mean, you and I have agreed on that for a while. I <laughs> Kawhi's my guy, and I would pick Kawhi before LeBron because I love Kawhi. But you got to give respect where respect is due. He's still the best player in the league, and until he leaves the league, he's still going to be the best player in the league. So. Um, and then Bron- Bronny's going to be the best player. Yeah, it's just going to go from one LeBron, uh, one James. I said one LeBron to another LeBron. Well, he is he is LeBron. He kind of is. No, he's LeBron James Jr. That's uh, true, but uh, still, I, I don't think people are going to call him LeBron. Is what I, don't, I mean. If if I were LeBron's kid, I wouldn't want to be called LeBron. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's way too much pressure. Yeah. But I, I, they're just going to end up calling him James. Brownie. Or Junior. LeBron, I don't know. That's going to be weird. I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So clearly my list was better. 
Well, the um, reason I put Giannis so low is because he hasn't won anything yet. Mm-hmm. And the dude, the dude is the. If we're going purely based off the regular season, it'd be him up top. Yeah. And then maybe like James Harden second, but that's not what we're doing. No, we're talking about the best overall player, and I put four guys that all have shown up in the in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Steph in front of KD. Um, little blasphemy, but I feel like little bit Steph is due for a little bit, little bit of, of some respect, because I think it, we're gonna see the OG Steph Curry this next season, probably or whenever this season continues. Yeah. Where he just goes off. The only guy to win a unanimous MVP. Yeah. I think still. Um, I think uh, there are going to be a couple things that hurt you, and there are going to be a couple things that hurt me. You leaving Bradley Beal off is huge. No, I don't think that will matter. Um, I don't have Kyrie. I left him off. Um, and I can't necessarily argue his skill, but – I also took into account the off-court antics and whatnot, and I think that hurts him as a player. Um, well, I really do. Um, you don't have Siakam up there. I also have Jokic way higher than you do. Um, so we've got – I mean, I think our list – trash. I, I think our list ended up being pretty similar just with a handful of, uh, a handful of uh, differences. We had a couple – we had, like, areas – where we had the same grouping of people just in a different order. Um, so I think, uh, I think that one will be interesting, but I definitely think I'm going to win because, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm better. So <laughs> you're going to, you're going to eventually have to send me your list, by the way, so I can type that up for people to yeah, uh, send it to you right now. All right. So quarterbacks. I think, th- I think this one is going to be more of a, a more heavily debated. This was tough, dude. It was. It There's was. more than 15 good quarterbacks in the NFL. There is. And so, once again, the criteria for this, because I'm just going to say it right now because I'm confident, Sam does not have Tom Brady as his number one quarterback. And if we were going off of, and neither do I, and if we were going off of um, career accomplishments, Tom Brady would be number one on the list. But that's not what we're doing. We're saying – Going into week one of this season, who do you think, skill-wise, right now, is the best quarterbacks in the league, the top 15 quarterbacks in the league? Um, Not necessarily taking into account what is around them. We're just purely talking about that quarterback. That quarterback in and of itself. So, and uh, I actually changed my list literally like 20 minutes ago because I I just went back and forth so many times um, because from 10 down, I feel like you could just interchange so many quarterbacks. Um, yeah. And I feel like you could justify putting certain people above others and then flip the coin and give the other side of that argument, too. Well, it's tough, too, because I feel like um, some guys had off years last year. Yeah. And some guys played out of their minds. So it's like, who really are these guys um, when you're ranking them? Yeah. Um. Hey, you, you can start it, Jason. All right, uh, I'll go first. And 15 is going to uh, get a lot of hate from a lot of people. I know it's going to get a lot of hate from a lot of people. Um, but uh, I do think this guy is due for a really good year. Um, I put uh, I put Josh Allen at 15. Put Josh Allen at 15. 
And I went back and forth with this because I, you know, a lot of people are going to notice I don't have Philip Rivers on my list. I don't either. Uh, and I don't have Ben Roethlisberger on my list. I don't I know. And so I think a lot of people would say Ben Roethlisberger and Philip Rivers are better quarterbacks than Josh Allen. Well, granted, probably in the whole scheme of things, yes. But going into the Not season, I don't know. Yeah. Going, <laughs> going into this season, I don't think so. Um, so I put Josh Allen at 15. And I could be riding a little bit of bandwagon hype here. Uh, but I put Ryan Tannehill at 14. Um, okay which I think is justifiable, but I could see why somebody would leave, leave him off their list. Um, and this, I had this guy in my top 10, and I bumped him all the way down to 13 because I just couldn't do it. I put Dak Prescott at 13. Okay. Um, and then how many, how many are you uh, doing? Right I was going to do five, same thing as the NBA one. Okay. So I put Dak Prescott at 13. I put Matty Ice, number 12. So I put Matt Ryan, number 12. Mm-hmm. And then I put uh, Derek Carr at number 11. Oh. I did. Oh. I did. I did. Oh hey, I put Jimmy G above Derek, so you're welcome. Jason, Derek Carr is not close to the top 10 in the NFL. Dude, I, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I don't understand. I don't oh understand. You're – you're a part of that group. You're a part of that group who just hates on him for no reason. For no reason. Okay. It's not hate if I say the dude isn't a top fucking I didn't put him in the top ten. He's I said 11. going into this upcoming season. Jesus. Dude. Okay, dude. you're and the Raiders must be winning 15 games this year. 15. Derek Carr is playing like the top 11 quarterback. Oh league. my gosh! Do you want me to read? Do you want me to read this? I'll read this for you right now. You ready for this? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Listen. Oh. Okay, I'm, I'm reading this right now. I'm reading this right now. You ready? Let me yeah, just let me just add some beef to to what so to why I have uh, some confidence. Fire, Jason. Five reasons. Here we go. Derek Carr had 81 touchdowns through his first three seasons. The only three quarterbacks to have more in their first three seasons are Dan Marino, Andrew Luck, and Peyton Manning. Reason number two, the dude has had zero weapons virtually throughout his entire career. The only two, oh, he's people, at zero. The only two people of note, let me finish, <laughs> was, Amari Cooper, was Amari wow. Cooper and Michael Crabtree. Wait, wait, wait. Are the Raiders playing that zero wide receiver formation? Is that what they're talking about? That zero weapons? Dude, you cannot say that when you and I both came on this podcast a hundred times and said Tom Brady had nobody to throw to this year. We both he said had it this Amari year. Amari Cooper, who's a, arguably a top three wide receiver in this league, and he made Amari Cooper look trash. What are you talking he about? Had, he was a pro Michael bowler. Tra- Michael Crabtree's best years. He had Seth Roberts, who was a, who was a pretty good uh, slot receiver for them. He had Jared Cook. And now he has Darren Waller, and he had Beast Mode, and now he's got Josh Jacobs. But you're also talking about segmented points in time. He didn't have all those weapons together at once. Okay, sorry. He had uh, Cook, Cooper, Roberts, and Crabtree all at once, and that was his best year. So he needs a lot of help. Oh, my gosh. That wasn't his best year because listen to this. Reason number three. If you look at his MVP season, everybody says 2016 – he threw for – He won the MVP that year? No, the people – the one that people will turn to say was his – he was in contention for MVP. When he MVP. was fourth. Yeah, so listen to this. He threw for 3,937 yards, 
Last mm-hmm. year, he threw for 4,554 yards. He had Holy cow. 28 touchdowns that season. He had 21 last season. However, he completed he completed 63% of his passes during his MVP, MVP um, quotation mark season. He completed 70% of his passes last season. He had mm-hmm. six interceptions that uh, in 2016, eight uh, last year. He had 191 first downs in 2016, 191 how many, and 19. How many attempts? Can you give me the, uh, the number of attempts? I don't have the attempts. Oh, um, okay. QBR in 2016 was 96.7. His QBR last season was 100.8. He had zero rushing touchdowns, and he had two rushing touchdowns last season. Derek, he also ranks third in deep ball accuracy since 2016. Whoa. He was also the most accurate passer play-action passer in 2019, and on throws further than 10 yards in 2019, he was 67.2%, the most accurate in the NFL, and his completion percentage each year has gone up. 2017, 62%. 2018, 68%. 2019, 70%. The dude is a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He just has gotten so much undeserved hate and I don't and I don't know why. I don't know why. So so yell at me all you want. Yell at me all you want. He is Was a he good a quarterback. Last year? He's been a pro bowler three times, I believe. When uh, was he a pro bowler last year? I think he yeah, I think he actually uh I think he was. Was he like an alternate for Petty Mahomes? He was yeah, he was he was in his uh, third consecutive Pro Bowl. So he's made it three years in a row. Oh wow. So there you go. So um, all those reasons is why I put Derek Carr at number 15. At least he's there. <laughs> it's only four off of mine. It's not that huge. And then I got Jared Goff at number 14. Oh, off my list. I have Kirk Cousins, number 13. On my list, but higher. I have a former MVP, Jason, in Matty Ice. Oh, you put him at 12? <laughs> hey, at me too. 12. And then I got Dak Prescott, the uh, soon-to-be overpaid Dak Prescott. I know, seriously. Well, when to be overpaid. <laughs> and I just realized that I have something really wrong with my list. But that's oh, okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm going to live with <laughs> yeah. it. Um, so I don't actually – I don't have Jared Goff on my list. I almost put him at 15. I went back and forth between him and Josh Allen. And I don't know. I just – I had to side with Josh Allen. <laughs> Jared Goff, he turned the ball over so much. And I know we're not necessarily taking into account the previous seasons. But still, like, I I think Josh Allen gives you a little bit more with his mobility. Uh, one dude's been to a Super Bowl. One dude has been to a Super Bowl. <laughs> one dude won the NFC. He did, but he also had a phenomenal team around him as well. Um, yeah, he had an off year last year. But yeah. I don't think that's going to be the same this upcoming Probably year. not. Probably not. Um, and then you put Dak a little bit higher, but again, I, I said that when I explained it, I think people could, you can justify putting Dak higher. Yeah. All right. So, um, I'll, uh, I'll go 10 through 10 through six. All right. Right. So I went back and forth between nine and 10, <laughs> but to me, nine and 10 are kind of the same player. Nine and 10 for me are Jimmy G and Kirk cousins. Uh, the same, what? they're kind of the same player. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of the same player. <laughs> they're, they're. I, I think they're kind of the same player. <laughs> um, I'll say it over and over again. 
Um, so I put Jimmy G at 10. I put Kirk Cousins at 9. Oh! I put Kirk Cousins above him. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Garoppolo beat Kirk Cousins head to head. Oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, actually, the 49ers beat the Vikings head to head. Okay. And who was quarterback? Who was playing defense? Who was punting? Who was running? Who was white doing uh, all the catching? It's, I mean, you can't ju- – whatever. I'm not even going to go into that. Number eight, I put Carson Wentz. Okay. Put, and number seven, I have Deshaun Watson. Oh, Jason. Jason. I put, okay. And then I put Tom Brady at number six. Okay. So, four is yours. Um, I got um, I got Ryan Tannehill. Oh, you put Tannehill. <laughs> you put Tannehill way up there. <laughs> and I just—that was the thing that I was saying. I just realized that uh, he was that high up there. Yeah, <laughs> but he's better than the rest of the guys. That's all okay. That um, and I got Carson Wentz. I think Wentz would be higher if he could just stay healthy. Stay like, healthy. I don't yeah. think he's gonna play sixteen games. Just, I think he could. I think he could be a top five quarterback if he stayed healthy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, when we see him play, he's a beast. And we weren't taking into account previous seasons, but what Sam is – I think one of the things he's alluding to is especially last season when he absolutely willed that Philadelphia Eagles team in the playoffs when he had, like, street players playing for them. It was – yeah, I, he's he's something else when he's healthy. I got uh, I got TB12. And number eight. And number eight. That's on it. Yeah, that, I think that's justifiable. I think people are going to look at this list, even regardless of the criteria that we gave, and are still probably going to throw their hands up at that. But I don't think having Brady that low is a mistake, truthfully. I, I got uh, I got Aaron Rodgers at number seven. Ooh, you put him really low. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you put him low. Seven. That's some disrespect. Okay. And then I got um, I got the guy that. Quarterback. The no, you did not. At number six, the better Oh my! The guy that Bill Belichick was gonna substitute in into that New England dynasty, they'd still be a powerhouse in the AFC if Jimmy Garoppolo was quarterback in the New England Patriots. But luckily, he's quarterbacking your San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is not better than Aaron Rodgers. You have got to be kidding me. Bro, he beat him twice last I year. I don't care. Twice, Jason. I don't care. Pure quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, my. That is horrible. Oh, That's horrible. Trash. The 49ers Trash. beat the Green Bay Packers because the 49ers were a ridiculously good team last year, and the Packers were not. Hey, how, do you, how, do you win? how do you win, Jason, in football? You score more points. Who scores all those points? You don't have, Jimmy you don't have to score more points. Golden arm. Golden arm, baby. Who hands the ball off? To Raheem Moster to get two hundred and something yards. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. He, oh my God, the way he just quarterbacks that team—it's like textbook. No, of running the position. No, oh my gosh, no, so good. No, but he's number six. First of all, the forty-nine. He could have gone high. First of all, he honestly could have gone. You said that in order to win games, you have to um, score more points. Now, obviously, you have to have more points than the other team at the end of the game to win. But you don't have. Yeah, was that wrong? Was but that the Forty Niners were not, were not some giant offensive juggernaut last year. So don't. What are you? What? Oh my God! No, they were not. Are you joking? They were not an offensive. The highlight of your guys's team 
was the defense. Whoa, whoa, don't whoa. even don't even sit there and pretend that the um, San Francisco 49ers were a team that was putting up 35, 40 points a game like the Chiefs. Um, did you watch the Saints game? That was one game? game. One game. That was one game? You, did you watch the Carolina you game? You can't extrapolate up, one game and expand it to the up, entire season. 50. Oh, my gosh. I'm talking about I'm talking about the – and then they beat Seattle in shootouts? No, dude. Come on, dude. Whatever. Come on. Jimmy, in no world is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. He's going to be going into this year? No. No. No, he's not. I completely disagree. Well, in no world is Derek Carr better than the quarterbacks that you put. Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, Tannehill, and Josh Allen. I think it's – I think he's better than those quarterbacks. He's definitely better than Josh Allen. I'll I'll... (laughs) – He's better than Ryan Tannehill. I, I mean, oh shut up! Tannehill's the number eleven. <laughs> number ten. He's a top ten quarterback. Uh, and that's not. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's a good quarterback, but I, I don't know. And we both have him on our list. Okay, number five. Uh, five through one. This is going to be interesting because there's a couple guys who you haven't said yet. Um, <laughs> that uh, I'm surprised aren't lower. So number five for me was Lamar Jackson. Number five. Okay. Number five was Lamar Jackson. Okay. That was, uh, dude, we've seen no, just good, whatever. Uh, no, no, nothing. Nothing from here. Aaron Rodgers at number four. Drew Brees at number three. Jason. Jason, you can't. Drew Brees at number three. Russell Wilson at number two. And Patty Mahomes at number one. Okay. So go ahead. Either either criticize me first or give your list. I got Deshaun Watson at number five. Okay. The man is winning when his coach and GM is trying to throw the division. That just says what's going on within that man's Okay, life. go ahead. Keep going. I got Drew at number four. Okay. Hall of Famer. Easy. You can't say can't say enough. Man puts up a lot of numbers. Saints are going to be there every year. Mm-hmm. I think this one which is a given to be this high. If anything, I'm putting him a little low. But Lamar Jackson won MVP last year. Do you know what that means, Jason? Can you, can you tell our uh, listeners what that means? Um, by definition, the MVP stands for Most Valuable yeah, in the NFL, right? In the whole NFL, just one mm-hmm. player. And who won that last year? Uh, that would be Lamar Jackson. Right. Right. So to put four other QBs, especially one in Aaron Rodgers, who by all accounts had a really down year last year, to put him above the league We're not MVP. taking into account last year. How many times do I have to say that? <laughs> but what do you mean? I said that at the very beginning of this show, I sent it to you. That's the last thing on our mind, Jason. That's the only thing we have to look at to project what that player is going to look like next season. You have to take into account last season. You don't. What happened before our eyes? Lamar Jackson won league MVP, and he's only going to get better. Aaron Rodgers getting older. His own organization thinks he's washed because they drafted a quarterback in the first round. Then I got a number two, Russell Wilson, because the man single-handedly almost beats 
any defense. You could, yeah, it is not. You could justify putting him at one. He's not, but you you could make an argument for it. And then obviously, it would be disrespectful to put anyone else at number one other than Patrick Mahomes, yeah. who just won a Super Bowl and can just wrist flick a ball fifty yards. He makes throws that shouldn't even kill. be possible. I. <laughs> So that's my list. Deshaun. And I had honorable mentions. I had um, Ben at 16. Biggie Ben. Yeah, he was almost I, on my list. Matt Stafford. Thought about him too. Under, underrated. Yeah. Number 17. Um, I put Teddy Bridgewater. I can see that as well. I mean, all we've seen, every time Teddy plays, he plays well. Yeah. Then I got Josh Allen. Okay. Philip, Philip, Sam Darnold, okay, and Kyler, Kyler Murray. Hmm. You know, and I, I don't have a problem with your top five. I really don't. I really don't. But I just, I couldn't in right mind put Aaron Rodgers below Lamar Jackson. And I understand that that sound that might sound weird, but you put Tom Brady below <laughs> all those guys. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> but so did you. <laughs> yeah, but I <clears throat> Sorry, I'm having an Are you okay? I'm having an attack right now. <laughs> <clears throat> Just came out of nowhere. I apologize. Can you get some water or something? No, I don't have any. Um I might die right on this podcast. Um <clears throat> episode episode fifty, sense. Jason's death. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I just uh, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, and I'm glad uh, at least Drew was in your top five. If you'd have left him out in your top five, I probably would have never recorded another show with you. No, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, that would have been a, a complete blasphemy. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy just beat him. Shut so up! Shut up! You already put Jimmy way too high. Way too high. Where did you put Garoppolo? Ten. He's a top ten quarterback. You put Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Oh my god. I went back and forth between the two. Oh, well, you should have gone back. <clears throat> Whatever. All right, so there's our list. We'll put those up as well. And then the last list, which is probably going to be the most fun. I think this is going to be the most. This might be the most diverse. Um, and I already know Sam is going to absolutely flame, flame. Me for one of my picks. I know he's going to do it. Jokic in one no. of them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know he's going to absolutely flame me. I told my list to uh, our previous guest Ben Welker, and he was like, "Dude, Sam's going to obliterate you for that." And I was like, "I know." And he's like, "I'm." Well, it's not a list. It's a, it's a roster. <clears throat> it is a roster. It is a roster. So there's justification. It's a roster. There's justification. Unlike the last previous, unlike the previous list we just did. There's, it's not. Picking who you think is better. It's how you would construct your team. <clears throat> um, so, in high, I mean, looking at it, you can't really argue necessarily with somebody's choices because it's their team and there's a reason for it. But um, it'll be interesting to see, uh, to see what our roster choices are. I'm really excited about this one. Um, <clears throat> but I know you're going to, um, like I said, you're going to – Probably going to lose your mind with at least one of my picks. I'm losing my mind already. <laughs> All right, so how do you want to do this? You want to just go starting five, next five? I think starting two five. Extras? All right, so uh, we'll do this. Uh, since we only have 12, we'll go one by one. So let's uh, let's go. Who's your starting point guard? Um, I went with Steph. Steph? 
Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Josh went with Steph as well. I I he sent me his list. I think, but I think he was on his bench. I'm not sure. I, I don't remember. No, I, I'd start because he gives <clears throat> you something that no, literally no one else in the NBA gives you. So, did you construct your team more around offense or defense? Um, definitely offense. I I just put them based on fit. What I thought, right? Because I for Steph for me, so the point guard position for me. Um, was really like a flex position. I was thinking between um, like the obvious choices, like Magic. Um, I was thinking Nash. Nash would be a good one um, to make like the whole team gel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking Steph is like the ultimate. Um, he can play off the ball. I think better than any point guard in history. Probably. And he's already demonstrated that he's more than able to share the ball mm-hmm. and. That's huge for the other guys on, on my starting five. Yeah. Um, so as somebody who played the position for like 15, 16 years. Um, at the level that these guys were playing. Absolutely. At. My career was mm-hmm. short-lived, but I got there. Maybe better. Maybe. Maybe. Um, <clears throat> I uh, And I hold this position in basketball very, very near and dear to my heart. I have a very specific way of, I think the point guard position should be played. Um, <clears throat> the, the guy who fits that best for me. Um, and I've been on his side forever. Um, is uh, is it John? Yeah, it's John, the all time the all time assist and steals leader uh, in in the NBA. John Stockton. Um, I really I, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I uh, I went around on a bunch of different uh, a bunch of different lists. ESPN, Bleacher Report, everywhere, just kind of getting more sources. <clears throat> and everywhere they had him as a you know either I, I found one list who had him as the best point guard of all time. Um, Okay. And then everybody had him in the top three, top two, uh, top five, somewhere around there. Uh, for me, John Stockton is uh, the the epitome of a point guard. Not only could he score when he needed to, uh, he was a very good three-point shooter, a very proficient three-point shooter. Didn't shoot many, but he did mm-hmm. make a lot. Um, he had a very mm-hmm. good percentage. Um, in terms of passing, I know a lot of people are going to say that a lot of the, the bulk of his assists came um, from Carl Malone, but you also have to understand that if you ever wanted to teach somebody how to run a pick and roll, you would show them footage from John Stockton and Carl Malone, and then you just you would leave. Um, the man was a master, and I I am convinced. Why would they leave? Because you wouldn't even you wouldn't need to say anything. Just say do that. <clears throat> um, and the the pick and okay. the pick and roll is honestly the hardest play in basketball to guard if run correctly. Um, and the reason why he was so successful is because he was so good at it. And uh, his passing was amazing. He was kind of, I think he was a less flashier version of Steve Nash uh, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he's just a pure point guard for me. And he made all, all defensive team three or four, maybe five times. He was a, he was a, a very, very good defender as well. So um, mm-hmm. I constructed my team more around defense. Um, but, uh, yeah, so John Stockton, number one for me. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. So do we even have to talk about a shooting I don't, guard? Or? I, I don't even think we need to talk about two and three. Yeah, I put MJ in the back. I did too. I was thinking about going blasphemous and not putting MJ in <clears throat> Because um, realistically, he doesn't fit with LeBron because he doesn't space the floor out. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they would find a way to to win. I feel like LeBron would find like, a way uh, to play like with anybody. LeBron yeah. and D-Wade yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. Le- I, I figured you and I would be the same right there. 
I think the only you might get some people who are Kobe fans and, and put Kobe on their starting lineup and whatnot um, for them personally. Kobe is a, a good choice for that, but uh, yeah, no, I think Michael and because Michael, in my opinion, is the best shooting guard to ever play, and I, LeBron is the best small forward to ever play. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, all right. Who's your power forward? <clears throat> um, I put I put a Kevin Durant. I'm a four. Is he a four though? <laughs> I don't think it matters. I'm gonna fucking write his name on the board and let him go. Out bro, there. He's not a four. <laughs> We're positionless basketball, Jason. But the criteria. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. God. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Kevin Durant, number four. I think you're cheating a little bit. What do you I think you're cheating a little bit. <laughs> He's seven foot. I could put him at they seven. Play, they play him as a small forward. Bro, we don't even know what players play these oh, days. Whatever. Let the boys play. Whatever. Uh, I put the greatest power forward to play him all, of all time. Timmy? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, Kevin Durant would destroy Tim Duncan's knees. Absolutely but... not. Not prime time, Timmy D. Prime Timmy D. All right, go ahead. Who's your uh, Who's your center? So number five. So I've gone as I think you can see from my lineup choices. I've gone really heavy offense. Yeah. Um, I put Hakeem. Hakeem. As my center because I feel like he's gonna lock up the middle. Okay. I I have no gripes with Hakeem being there. Um, the center's a a deep position because they're <clears> all like relatively the same. Like each center of all time gives you something. That you need. Yeah, you go to like Kareem, you get offense. You turn to Bill Russell and you get a defensive powerhouse. You turn to Shaq and you get Everything. a wrecking ball. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really, it, again, it depends on what type of team you're constructing. Yeah, you could go Ewing, you could go David Robinson, um, you could go Yao Ming. I, yeah, I was going to say you can go out of bounds and go Yao Ming, yeah. Um, yeah, th- you go Dwight. <laughs> would it be would it be safe to say that the center position is um, the deepest position in NBA history? Uh, probably. I think that's pretty safe. Well, that's not really fair because if we look back twenty years from now, the point guard might be the deepest, or the sh- like the guard position might be the deep. That's just because ca- how the game has evolved. Originally, it was a big man's game, so. Big men dominated yeah. with your Wilts, your Bill Russells, your Kareems, your Shaqs, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But now it's a, more of a, a small guy's game. Yeah. Um, so I put Shaq as my starting – as my power forward. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I don't know. I just – I feel like – like you were saying and like we were saying, you get centers who give you something different. I think Shaq gives you kind of the best uh, – Maybe not the best of both worlds, but he gives you a lot of both worlds. Um, and uh, <coughs> I did. Jeez Louise. I am dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I did build my, my team around a team around defense. My, my starting five, my bench, and my two alternates, especially one of them. Um, the, uh, and I, I felt like uh, Shaq was the best choice. So, yeah, my starting five would be John Stockton, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tim Duncan, and Shaquille O'Neal. Right. And then I was giving you a chance to read your starting five. I guess we don't work well together, but go ahead. <laughs> um, Steph, Michael, LeBron, KD, and Akeem. 
the dream. That's a very offensive heavy unit for sure. Is it? Though? But you, I mean, you have two. You do have two. Well, you have one of the all-time uh, great defenders in Michael right there. Well, Hakeem is. Hakeem's a great defender as well, and LeBron's a great defender in his own right too. You and Katie's got. Katie's length. got length. I mean, he might get bullied in the post. Mm-hmm. But if your if your guys are in the post with like Timmy and Shaq just owning up getting twos, we'll be getting threes with Katie and Steph. You're so you're all, that's really what I if was our thinking. lineup went against each other, yours uh, our guys would definitely have to play up uh, for sure, um, and uh, it would be one of those things where I think my team would be at an advantage in terms of the post because I would just probably feed it to to Duncan and have him go to work on Durant, but. Then at the same time, you could be like, okay, Durant, well, have have Duncan come out and guard you. Well, oh god, that'd be a murder. I'm not sure how quick and we. That would be a bloodbath. Uh, Tim Duncan was pretty mobile when he was younger, but uh, so prime time Timmy would do no. better. But still, Durant is. Uh, I think it might be safe to say he's the best offensive player of all time. But I feel I also feel like John would have his way with Steph. I think he would too. That was the only reluctancy putting Steph in because he's just a defensive mismatch. Yeah. And John's John is when you watch him play, um, I mean Steph is phenomenal off the ball. John is a phenomenal defender. I think he could stay with Steph. Um no, he I think he could. I think he would I think he would make it hard for him. Steph would obviously get loose. He shakes loose from everybody. Um but I think he would give him a challenge. Uh, but if you when you flip it around, John had John has one of the – I don't know if anybody's watched any of his highlight tapes. He has one of the most unique crossovers. Um, he does this thing with his shoulder where he can almost turn his body completely in one direction and then just yank it back the other way. Um, he uh, He's so quick with the basketball. Um, so, yeah, that'd be, that'd be an interesting matchup. All right. And we're doing, we're doing a hmm. – Yeah. Okay. I'm good. All right, so uh, let's go. Who's your uh, point guard coming off the bench? Um, so because I knew that Steph was undersized, I wanted to go with a, a point guard that's on the bigger side but also isn't giving up anything in terms of offense, mm-hmm. just in case you were going with, like, an Oscar Robinson or MJ, or, I mean, Magic. Yeah. Um, so I went with Penny Hardaway. Whoa, Penny Hardaway. Whoa. Okay. I did I did not see that coming. I'm a huge fan of Penny Hardaway. I didn't see it coming. What's the and uh, you already gave your sort of reasoning behind that. That's that's interesting. I how tall is Penny Hardaway? He's like six five, six six. Hmm. I thought he was like six three. Um that's interesting. Okay. Um well I did go with magic. I have magic coming off the bench. Um, which sounds so weird, <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, yeah, I I I, uh, I had Magic um, as my uh, as my six man point guard. Um, He's six seven. Magic. Oh, Penny. Yeah, I think. How tall is uh? How tall is Magic? Magic was pretty tall. He's six nine. He's six nine. Jeez, that's crazy. I <laughs> just to think about it like that's nuts. Uh, you're like thinking about him standing next to Steph. Oh yeah, he would. Um... We don't have to think about that. 
Not for not in the terms of this game. Was Magic, and obviously you and I really didn't get to watch him that much, but and he was a really prolific offensive player, but was he a great? I don't think he's super well-known for defense. Yeah, I would, I would, I'd be really curious to see, like, his athleticism. Because mm-hmm. it's really tough for the – that's why making this um, roster, I went more retro – I mean, um, modern yeah. players because their athleticism is just so much higher, which isn't, like, guys like La- – because I was thinking about Larry Bird. Yeah. Like, it's it's tough. I left him off. I, yeah, I did too. Because I don't, I don't think he could – this is going to be blasphemous. But I don't think he could stay with guys like – Kawhi or Giannis. I don't think or... so either. So that's why I had to leave him. That's why it was really tough making the. You'd be better off going with like somebody like Scotty. I was thinking about Scotty. Yeah. Um, I didn't put Scotty on the list, but I was. I almost put him as one of my alternates. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really close. All right. Um, my uh, my shooting guard coming off the bench, I went back and forth between uh, Dwayne and Kobe, and I, I put Kobe on him because it felt wrong to leave him off, honestly. I, Kobe's the second best, in my opinion, the second best shooting guard to ever play. Um, so, And he he was a great defender as well. Uh, he gets, he gets uh, talked about a lot for his offensive game, but he was a phenomenal defender in his own right as well. Um, and I think it would be really – I think it would be a sight to have – all right, uh, subbing in for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> um, <laughs> his uh, pretty much the almost almost the same player in a sense. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I put Kobe at number two. I'm gonna, I went with a with a weird one, Jason. Okay, I went with one of the best shooters of all time in Reggie Miller. Wow! So Reggie Miller and Penny Hardaway. This is crazy. Wow! In my backcourt. Wow. Okay. Poor K. Um, just kind of the same reasons that I put Steph in. Um, I needed a guy that spaces the floor a little bit, mm-hmm. and who better than <laughs> Reggie Miller? But I also think he's got that dog in him. Yeah. Um, that sets him apart because he didn't back down from like guys like MJ and the Knicks of the time. So that's why I went with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could see that. I could see. I see. I see your mind working. I see what you're trying to do there. Um, so number three for me, and this is going to be biased, um, but uh, I when, when we're talking about a team who is more geared towards defense, but obviously has offensive firepower in Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Timmy Stockton, and Shaq. Obviously, all of those guys were great offensive players in their own right. Same for Magic and Kobe. Uh, I put Kawhi as my third, um, mm-hmm. as my as my shooting guard. I mean, as my uh, small forward because he can do he can do both. He can do both, and he does better than both. Uh, if, right now in the NBA, he's the best at both. Um, in terms of, uh, I'm not saying he's the best offensive player, but he is the best defensive player, and he's at least in the top three for um, offensive player in the league. He gives you the best of both worlds. Um, so I, I I couldn't I couldn't leave him off the list. Mm-hmm. All right, who you got? Um, I went with Giannis. Okay, coming off the bench, at, or did I? <laughs> yes, yes, I went with Giannis. Okay, coming off the bench. And why is that? Um, I think the thing that Giannis gives you—it sucks the 
it's it's going to be really bad, but I feel like he's kind of an offensive liability in a game like this because you have so many good defenders. Like he needs to have that outside shot working. Yeah. Because I don't think it's going to be easy for him to get into the paint. But um, it, defensively, he's if not the best, one of the best in the league right now defensively. And whoever he subs in for from two to four, he's a good matchup defensively for any of those positions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's kind of my mindset. That makes sense. Um, can you read your power forward? Because <clears throat> I'm going to be interested in hearing what you say about my power forward. Yeah, so again, I mean, <clears throat> shooting for me was just trying – I mean <laughs> – Coming off the bench for me was just getting as many shooters as possible. And the best power forward shooter I could think of um, was Dirk. Ah, as soon as you said shooting power forward. And he, I mean, it's that kind of belittles his game to just call him a shooter. He was definitely way more than that. He was. Um, So I don't think he gives you anything less defensively. Um, He's a big, he's bigger. He's not light on his feet, so number four, or the four um, power forward spot might be a little too small for him, but I don't know. Right, I can I with the team that you're constructing, I see I see why you would pick him. Um, <clears throat> so for my power forward coming off the bench, I went with I wanted some attitude. I wanted somebody who. Uh, um, who played offense, but also was uh, was he was a mean he was a mean guy. Um, and uh, he he had a he had an absolute just fire when he played uh, basketball, and he's one of the best power forwards of all time, in my opinion. I put Kevin Garnett coming off the bench oh. uh, for me. Um, I didn't need somebody to uh, be popping a ton of threes. I have I have Kawhi and Kobe coming off for shooters, um, and uh, I I wanted I wanted Kevin Garnett down there. He's got a good mid range game, and um, he was a phenomenal rebounder, great defender. Um, yeah. and, uh, he just, he played with a really good attitude, um, like not good in the sense that he was nice, but he just had a fire, um, that yeah. I, that I want, uh, I want on a, on a team like, uh, like that. I'm, uh, like the one I'm building. So I, yeah, he anchored every defense he was on. Exactly. And he battled Dirk. He did. They battled each other so much. He did. And that, that was before, always fun. Uh, yeah. Before Kevin put his tail behind his legs and went to Boston. <laughs> Won a championship because of it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so I'll go center since, uh, since you went uh, on the power forward. Um, I went, this was the position that I changed the most. Everything else was pretty solid for me, but I went back and forth in my center because like we talked about, there were a billion centers. I originally had Kareem. Mm-hmm. I originally had Kareem, but I started thinking about who I would pair with Kevin Garnett. Um, and I was like, you know what? Kevin Garnett would probably in that instance be the offensive, um, threat. So I was like, do I really need a center who's going to be a a scoring threat? And I, I don't think I do. And we're talking about a defensive anchor. So I put the best defensive anchor center of all time. I put Bill Russell, um, who might be, um, a bit of an undersized center. He was six ten, but if you had to, you could switch Kevin Garnett and Bill Russell. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, Bill Russell, uh, wasn't, wasn't like super slow either. He he could move, um, 
And uh, you talk about the best defensive center of all time. A lot of people point to Bill Russell, and I was like, well, if I'm making a defensive roster, it feels wrong to leave him out of there. So, And I couldn't get past the idea of, oh, can you imagine Kevin Garnett and Bill Russell standing in the, standing in the paint next to each other? Like, good luck driving against that. And not only that, but you have, you have Kawhi out on the perimeter and Kobe with Kevin Garnett and Bill Russell waiting for you. I was like, no, there's no way. I, I'm sorry. So that was uh, that was mine. So I went with a guy that I do not think is one of the best centers of all time. That's fine. But his skill set for my team, I think, is very necessary. I do not need him to be a star. Um, I need him. He's going to space the floor really well. He's just a playmaker. Mm-hmm. On offense, defensively, he's kind of a liability. Um, but in the second unit, I don't see that as being a problem. I went with the uh, the Sacramento legend and Demarcus Cousins. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I see your brain working. I see your Great brain rebounder. Um, yeah, one of the best skill sets for I think a big man we've ever seen. Between dribbling, playmaking. In the post, he's got he had that three on lock. God, he was good. He was good in his prime. Mm-hmm. He was really good. I think he gives. I mean, we're just the way I was thinking about it. Could he give me twelve points coming off the bench? I think easily. Yeah, yeah, he's going against Bill Russell, but he's going to get some bully ball points mm-hmm. or hit a couple threes, and that's all you need from your the guy that you're coming that's coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that. Um, so for me, the alternates was the fun one, like the really like okay now, like what what do I get to what do I get to add to the team? Um, yeah. And uh, so my uh, my first alternate because alternates don't necessarily have to be in any specific order. Um, so I wanted another guard, um, and I wanted uh, another guard. I didn't need a guard who was. Um, who was necessarily a phenomenal defender because on the outskirts right now you have Kobe, Michael, LeBron, Stockton, Kawhi, um, and Magic kind of out there. I was like, okay, well, do I do I need another defensive guard? No, necessarily, but do I? Would I want to guard to maybe when I I need a spark um, to come off and, uh, and and rally around uh, and get everybody to rally around each other? So I put somebody who you mentioned earlier. I put Steve Nash. Um, mm-hmm. on my list. I wanted somebody who uh, ne- didn't necessarily need to score, but hey, you know what? If they need to get if he needs to get Kobe or Kawhi or MJ or LeBron open, then if you have John Stockton and for whatever reason he's not getting it done, then we'll get put another little bit different version of John Stockton in there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get Steve Nash running up and down the court causing some havoc. So I, I, want, I went back and forth between him and Jason Kidd, but I, I think Steve Nash sort of gave me more of what I was looking for. Yeah. So... Um, my first alternate is one of the best shooters of all time. I think in a tight game, I think he'd be really good and an underrated on-ball defender too. Um, I went with Clay, Clay. Thompson. <laughs> as soon as you said uh, defender, yeah. So he is a really good perimeter defender. Yeah, I mean, gosh, he had to. He made his money from locking up Kyrie. He did. <laughs> that can't be easy. Yeah, and going back to the top twenty list, like 
honestly, I put Clay at 15, and I think you put Clay at 15 as well. I think we were the yeah. same there. If he's healthy, he's probably higher than that. Um, I don't have my list up. I mean, he he might be better. Than, I think he might it might be, be easy to say that he's better than Jimmy Butler when he's healthy. Um, but I don't I don't know. Uh, I, at least at least I think you could justify putting Clay higher um, yeah. when he's completely healthy. Um, so here was the here was the one, and I saved it for last because this was the one that I was afraid you were going to flame me for, and I was afraid that and Ben sort of flamed me for it a little bit too. Um, but based on listening. To, to my team, I think it make I think it'll make sense when I say it. Um, I went on ESPN and Bleacher Report, and both of them had this guy in the top ten for power forwards of all time. So he is a good player. Um, but uh, I already have Tim Duncan, Shaq, Kevin Garnett, and Bill Russell. I have three um, big men who can score. This guy can play from five, probably all the way to three. Um, doesn't ever need the ball. Um, and uh, we've come to learn is the uh, and pardon my language, but he's the uh, as we learned in the MJ documentary, he's the fuck up guy. Um, if you uh, need somebody to go fuck up something, then you put in Dennis Rodman, and I put Dennis Rodman on my team because I think every single team needs somebody like Dennis Rodman, somebody who doesn't need the ball, and somebody who's just gonna run in there, go get you a butt ton of rebounds play as hard as he absolutely can and then sit down and not say, uh, and be totally fine with it. Um, so I put Dennis Rodman in there because I really do believe that every team needs somebody like Dennis Rodman. Um, and, uh, I, I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think about having Dennis Rodman on that list? Well, I mean, realistically, the alternatives, what I was thinking, they're not going to play more than, like, a couple minutes. No. If that. So the impact that they're going to have, I thought, was pretty minimal. So it didn't really matter who was going to be on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Iggy. Iggy. As a player that can go in and um, fill any holes on the perimeter defensively. And he's very ample uh, ball handler for any offense. Um, and he's clutch. He's a good shooter, too. Finals MVP. Yeah. And not only was he the finals MVP, but let's be perfectly clear, they won the finals because of me. Oh, yeah. I mean, LeBron did score 30 still, but it was a hard 30. It was. <laughs> it's, a, it's a well-earned 30. It was. It was. Um, so... For one final time, my full roster is John Stockton, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Garnett, Bill Russell, Dennis Rodman, Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can go ahead with uh, your team. So mine's gonna, mine was Steph, MJ, LeBron, KD, Hakeem, and then Penny, Reggie, DeMarcus, Giannis, Clay. Dirk and Iggy. Two distinctly different teams. Like that's the one thing that I took away from listening to your team versus mine is that they're two completely different teams. Yeah. And with completely different uh probably offensive schemes, completely different defensive schemes. Um and I think my team would wipe yours though. I don't think so at all. <laughs> your team would I think yours has bigger names, but I think mine fit better as a as an actual team. Mm, I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure. As as a defensive unit, if you if you have if you what do you score points on defense? No, <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> what? How do you score points on defense? You ever you ever heard uh, offense from defense? But okay, uh, that's offense though. But listen, but you're not okay. You're getting you in. Score points oh on my god, dude! You're gonna you're gonna make me so. You're gonna make me pull out my hair. Oh, that is. <laughs> you don't have any left. That's the worst. <laughs> the worst thing to say. That, dude, you. Oh, oh man, I I don't want to go off on a rant or anything, but you can you can create so much offense from your defense, so much from your defense, whether it's outlet passes or just it's like. Just you create fast breaks. Even there's always a fast break opportunity. Even whether you get a steal or you get a rebound um, or you get a block or even if you end up scoring, you can still be down the floor um, in two seconds if you run it right. But those are all offense. You're not understanding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm purposely not understanding. Um, and no, I just. You guys would have an incredibly tough time scoring, and because of that, what? Yes, are you joking? No, bro, come on. Kobe First would off. lock down Reggie Miller. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I can't believe you just. I said just that. said it. <laughs> Reggie Miller balled out on MJ. Doesn't matter. We all say that MJ's the better version of God, why can't I spell of Kobe. And Reggie Miller went toe-to-toe with Michael Jordan. No. Who was your bench powerful, I mean, bench small forward? Giannis. Giannis? Oh, yeah. Kawhi's got that easy. Just let uh, Giannis shoot. Easy, day. But he doesn't have to because he's got Reggie Miller and Dirk. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. KG's, KG's going to uh, beat the crap out of Dirk. So then he fouls out. Perfect. I'm just going to have, have, I'm just gonna have, have Dennis. I'm just going to have Dennis Robin be like, hey, remember what you were doing with the bad boys? Yeah. Go take out Dirk's knees. Let's go. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 no. Defense will always beat offense. Defense will always beat offense. You were a part. You were a part. Steph making 40 foot. Three you were a part of a football team who had a better defense than their offense. Sorry for anybody on but, your team who was who but, was on the offensive side, but, but football, I'm sorry. Football, you can actually score directly from your defense. Oh, you can. Oh, you can. It's the same thing in basketball. Jason, if you have five of your players on the defensive side, you can't score the ball. Oh my gosh, you're getting technical. <laughs> <laughs> I am aware of that. <laughs> yes, defense can go into your offense. But if your players are not offensively strong, then it doesn't matter. But all of my players are offensively strong, minus Bill Russell and Dennis Who? Rodman. Who? John Stockton, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tim Duncan, and Shaq. Are you kidding me? Well, first off, MJ and LeBron cancel out each other because, I mean, I guess they would lock each other up Maybe at that point. Let's say they... All four of them, I guess, <laughs> um, score 30 points both. So, so I'm okay if you're trying to score in the paint. When I got Hakeem Olajuwon in there, just 
blocking shit out. Shaq's gonna just bully him. He didn't though. That kid beat him one on one. He swept his ass. That's different. One on one is different. That is the most proof. No, it's not. He didn't. Hakeem owned his. He bent Shaq over, said, "This is my African." <laughs> Fucking giant ass cock. And I'm gonna oh stick it God. in there. That's what he did. That was one of the worst things we've said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we've said some pretty bad stuff, but man, that was that was a visual for sure. <laughs> oh man, not suitable then, for work. And then you got KD just scoring a silent thirty on Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan won't be able to play offense because he's gonna be sucking wind <laughs> after trying to keep up with Kevin Durant the whole time. <laughs> You gotta remember that this is uh, them in their primes. Tim Duncan in his Bro, prime was not a slouch. He was slow every year. He doesn't have to be slow. I mean, you can. He's not faster than Kevin Durant. Bro, fine. Then I'll have LeBron catch him on a, a fast break, and then we'll just switch on defense. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! So then LeBron, Tim Duncan's on LeBron. That's worse. No, dude, I'm saying it's a fast break. Like we'll just, well, then we'll end up switching. Now nah, your team would so, lose. So then he, Tim Duncan's still guarding him on the... Nah, perimeter. your team would lose. So then Kevin just hits him with the little freaking crossover. Bro, three that's fine. Shooters are going to cool down. Tim Duncan's just going to keep backing, backing Durant down, get his get his nice, nice, easy little uh, fadeaway jumper every single time. There's nothing Durant can do about it. Except for the fact that Durant is... The same size as Tim Duncan? doesn't matter. He doesn't have to guard anybody in the post normally. He's never guarded anybody like Tim Duncan. He guarded LeBron. LeBron is not Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah, LeBron's better. Nobody's Tim Duncan. <laughs> so. So there's that. So. And then Penny would absolutely Oh, don't even get me started on, Magic's on the knees. Penny. The Penny versus Magic. Are you Penny. joking? Magic Johnson is slow AF. No, he is not. The only reason Matt Johnson was good was because he was in a league full of white guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to pick <laughs> He was going up against John Sauce. <laughs> He's going against guys like Larry Bird and Kevin McHale. Who were great Kevin players. Kevin McHale was a professional athlete. Are we joking? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. My list is better. It's just better. But that's okay. I would crush yours. Absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't think it would be close. N- absolutely not. Absolutely not. You had no shooting on your team. What do you mean? Kawhi? You said Kobe? You said Nash? Kawhi? Kawhi is not a shooter. <laughs> Kawhi is like a 40% three-point shooter. Bro, he's not a shooter. Oh, my God. Gosh. Is he Reggie Miller? Just because is he Steph Curry? just because you they don't shoot threes doesn't mean they're not good shooters. Oh, so you're you're shooting twos. You can shoot twos. Is is threes bigger than twos? First of all, John Stockton was like a 38, 39% three-point shooter. MJ was up there in the 36, 35. LeBron's a very much improved three-point shooter. He just said MJ and LeBron cancel out. Okay, well, John Stockton is like a 30 or 40, 30, like eight. 39% three-point shooter. And you know what? Steph would lock his ass up. Steph? John Stockton's an old white guy. Dude, they're in their prime. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe's a great three-point shooter. Kawhi's a no, great he's not. Kobe's not a great three-point shooter. Well, he certainly can hit him. And Kawhi's a great three-point shooter. Steve Nash was a really good three-point shooter. Bro, Kobe and Kawhi are streaky. My... T 
team Steve is... Nash is a good three-point shooter, but I got Clay. I got Reggie Miller. I got Penny. I got Iggy. I got Steph. I got KD. I got shooters. I don't. I got Dirk. I don't care. I got shooters out the I got shooters out my ass. I don't this? care. We learned that don't... shooting doesn't win you anything, a.k.a. the Houston Rockets. I'm sorry, the Golden State Warriors, did they not win anything? I'm just saying... Oh, that's weird. I must Sorry. have been mistaken, dude. So, no, dude, I must have been mistaken. Dude, you cannot classify the Warriors as just a three-point shooting team. Well, no team's just a three-point shooting team. The Houston Rockets are just a three-point shooting they team. They shoot free throws, too, Jason. <laughs> they shoot threes and free throws. And they, they throw oops. Clint Capella definitely got some points. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's what I thought. The Golden State Warriors were one of the most balanced teams in the NBA. And you know what? Part they of the- shot? A lot of threes. And you know and you know what the thing about them was too is that they played defense. They played defense. And you so wanna know what te- you wanna know what play, team KD, you wanna know what the uh um uh who the most dominant franchise was for the past twenty years and who was the best defensive franchise the past twenty years? It was the San Antonio Spurs. Thank you very much. Gosh. So gosh. Much. Defense will win you championships much more than offense. Yeah, like every five years. I would rather have a championship every five years than um, three championships and then that be it. Because at the end of the day, the Spurs got five. Just saying. Just saying. Do you have all Spurs players on your team? I'm I'm really confused. I'm giving you uh, an example of a defensive team that had um, phenomenal success. But you just said the, the Warriors weren't were the, Weren't team. the Chicago Bulls a defensive uh, heavy team as well? I think we're learning that in the documentary. And I, me, I, I think the bad boys... I think the bad boys were as well. Wait, are you saying my team's bad defensively? I'm saying your team is uh, has a bunch of liabilities defensively, yes. Where? Okay, well, you said it yourself, Steph. Yeah, so what's, what's John Stockton going to do? Dirk. Jason? Dirk is a defensive liability. No, he's not. Yes, he is. You said Tim Duncan is slow. Dirk Nowitzki is slow. Who's, who's your fourth? Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett is not lighting the world on fire on offense. Bro, he averaged like 20, 25 points per game his entire career. Yeah, and what did Dirk average? Well, let's see. On guys like... Oh, I don't know. Kevin Garnett? Well, let's see. Interesting. Well, That's like a straight-up matchup right there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Where is he? He averaged a double-double his entire career. He had wow. 17.8 points, 10 rebounds, almost four assists per game, shot 50% from the floor. Wow. Bro, he's a baller. He's not better offensively than Dirk. I really don't think he gives Dirk I, any problems defensively. I didn't say he was better than him offensively. And then Dirk Giannis, only averaged three more points. Three. So don't act like it's um, a giant per difference. Per game. Don't act like it's a giant difference. Per game, Jason. Fine. He made, Multi- he made one more three-pointer. Multiply that throughout their whole career. That's a lot more points. Yeah, but we're talking about one game. We're talking about your team versus my team. No, my team's going to smoke yours, and it's not even going to be close. You're not going to get any shots up. You guys are going to be tired because we're going to be running fast breaks the entire time, 
You're going to have no With legs. You're Tim gonna... Duncan? Tim Duncan's running a fast break? Tim Duncan doesn't have to run a fast break. Oh, my God. What? what? Can you watch the San Antonio Spurs offense? Three guys would run down the floor. Three guys would run down the floor. Tim Duncan would be trailing behind. They'd pass it to Tim Duncan as a trailer, and then Tim would kick it to somebody in the corner for a three. If you knew how to, if you knew how to coach a team, you would understand that if you have a slower power forward or a slower center like that, you don't expect him to run the floor as fast as everybody else. So you tell him to trail, and when you need a kickback for a pass to the corner, you pass it to the big man trailing, and then you send it to the corner. That's, so you're not you're not scoring fast break points. Then you're that waiting is for a Tim fast Duncan's break. Slope. Oh my gosh! You're, you're waiting for Tim Duncan's slope. I have ass never talked. My have, team uh, has five guys in front of the ball. God, when I Tim Duncan's going to be on his ass. Man, when I start Kevin coaching, when I start coaching basketball, I am never hiring you as an assistant <laughs> coach because <laughs> I would murder you. <laughs> <laughs> I would murder you on the floor. <laughs> Bro, Tim Duncan is going to be in two rows deep after Kevin Durant ankle breaks his ass. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you see the size of his knee braces? Oh, my gosh. Off? Whatever. He's going to need ice packs from here to next week. You know what? Those we'll let the public decide. We'll let the public decide. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I knew that was going to be the one that was going to uh, – it was all good when we were reading off the rosters. But then when it got into uh, who was going to beat who, then, yeah, I knew it. I knew that oh, was uh, going to break loose. My my 15th man is Ben Rockmore, by the way. Your 15th man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Added shooting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> added shooting. What added shooting? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> He'd work perfectly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He'd come in and give you the most beautiful shot stroke of all time and clank it off the backboard. Yo, have you not seen NBA basketball this whole year with him just drawing No, nobody's seen Easter. NBA basketball this whole year. Oh, did it end in December? That, that really put a damper on things, honestly. Did it? I shouldn't have said did that. They... No, they stopped it in March. I uh, I shouldn't have said that. We saw it January and February. So, um... In... You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and you're getting technical <laughs> again. That's my that's my OG. Yeah. Oh, my cat wants to come outside. Oh, well, lady can wait a minute. Um, dun, 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 dun. So those were our three lists. Um, obviously, this was always going to be a longer show. <laughs> so obviously, it was this was going to be a longer show. Um, and for all the basketball fans out there, this is definitely your episode. Um, and football fans as well. Um, and if you're a sports fan, really, if you just um, have ears, this is really a show for you. Um, so to celebrate episode 50, one of the things that we said we were going to do um, is tell uh, some of our favorite memories from uh, the podcast so far. We're on episode 50, chugging our way along to however long we keep this going on for. Um, I figured I'd give you guys a little bit of updates on uh, kind of where the show is at right now. Um, we're still a five-star uh, rating on Apple, and it's more than one review, so I'll, I'll just put that out there now. Um, we have um, over 1,800 plays for this podcast, moving our way towards 1,900. Um, we normally get about 35-ish people listening per episode. Some have ranged. We've had 70 um, on some episodes. 
Um, and we've also we also are a global podcast now. We've been played in seven different countries, um, so we haven't even been around for a year yet. And uh, I think we've made pretty good progress um, for a show that has um, virtually zero advertising. Um, and so just before we get on to anything and before we end the show with some of our favorite memories, just uh, thank you to everybody who's listened. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, taking any semblance of time out of your day uh, to listen to us talk about sports. Uh, it really means a lot to us. Whether or not you listen to us for five minutes or ten minutes, uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you so much. And um, so we figured we'd uh, sort of end the show with some of our uh, favorite memories from the show. There are obviously a lot. Um, I think for me, uh, having the guests on the show have been a highlight for sure. They definitely make the show. Um, Sam, do you have anything that stands out to you over the 50 episodes? Well, it sounds like uh, it sounds like we've lost Sam. So it sounds like I'm just uh, gonna finish the show off myself. Um, Sam is up in uh, Apple Mountain, re- Apple Mountain right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm thinking of golf. Um, he's uh, he's up at his mom's house right now, and his mom's house is way up in the mountains. And sometimes the connection goes uh, ebbs and flows. So it was even it was a miracle that we made it through the show uh, to begin with. Um, so we'll have to do our favorite memories on uh, episode 51. We'll start it. Uh, we'll start episode 51 with our favorite memories. Um, so I won't, uh, I won't dive into mine right now just cause I don't want to do it without him. Um, but again, uh, thank you guys so much for anybody who's taking time out of your day to listen to us. We really do appreciate it. Um, your support means the world to us. I know we're a very small show. Um, but I think we have a very, uh, a very good, uh, and loyal audience right now. Uh, and we really do appreciate it. And for the people who have listened to our show outside of the United States, uh, first of all, hello. And, uh, thank you, um, for finding our podcast and, uh, and turning it on. Um, so we hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you so much for sticking with us for 50 episodes. We really appreciate it. We're going to keep chugging along. Uh, like I said, for as long as we can. And, um, yeah, this is the Nothing to Say, the Fans Podcast, episode 50. We will see you all next week.